Duur, duur, duur. Welcome to Festy Thursday. My name's Bean. I'm Renda. I'm Archie. Today we've got on Archie. And if you haven't already, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, ring that notification bell, which they do on the old. Give us five stars on any audio platforms. You're heard. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, you like that? I like that a lot. Yeah, man. yeah. So we're going to start beautiful. off with icebreakers. We don't always do it, but if we've got a guest on, we want the audience to uh, try and get to know who we've got on as such. So before we ask you who you are, what you do, we're just going to go through some random icebreakers. Take it away. So... First ever track you remember having on an MP3 or a CD, something that really, you know, resonates. Something that you know comes first to mind. Came to my head, the uh, I used to be a little sucker for JLS back in the day, boy. Oh yeah, did you used to be a JLS yeah, boy? A Merry bit. Christmas. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of heart beat again. That's the one. Yeah. A little bit of heart won't beat again. I've got to say that one. Yeah. Yeah, I reckon that's yeah, that on. the worst one I've heard so far. <laughs> worst, worst, but best. People are like, yeah, gorillas. Yeah. Like, yeah. 50 cents. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's nice. I like Jesus. It's a good tune. Great start. <laughs> Get on to it, you know. Um, is there a song that you listen to that you think um, anyone that you know closely would think, oh, why is he listening to that? Like, you might have already answered Ooh, that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so, maybe, maybe JLS. I don't know. I've got. What do you listen to now, don't you think? The, the example well, for me is, rascal stuff. is like Avril Lavigne. Avril Lavigne? Yeah. <laughs> um, Avril Lavigne. I don't know. I've got two. See, my car, I've got an old car. hasn't got an aux cord. So I've just got two CDs that I took from my parents, which consist of... <laughs> Classic. Take That and Adele. So <laughs> nice. I've got the Adele 21 album. I've yeah. got the old Take That album. What so. Take That tune are you listening to? Take that you sometimes, you know, previous uh, track to start it again. I like a million love songs. What's uh, that one? You're a soppy yeah, guy then, yeah, I take yeah. it. Oh, of course, yeah. maybe, yeah. <laughs> tap in occasionally. Yeah. Anyway. That Adele 21 album's incredible. Oh, that's glorious. One yeah, thing. Yeah, unbelievable. Chasing Pavements on that. Yeah, someone yeah. like you. Oh, that's a bad Don't go. <laughs> that's the wrong song. Archie's got Riz listening yeah. to these two. Talk to him, boys. Um, I'll skip Guilty Pleasure because I think we know about yeah. that. But uh, Biggest Fear. Biggest Fear. Ooh. I don't like crocodiles. I don't like mm. crocodiles at all. I think. They're like dinosaurs, aren't they? They're they are. Crazy. There's something about a crocodile that freaks me out. I don't like. Um, I don't like shark. Anything to do with the water, oh. I don't like yeah, at all. Man of that. man of my ilk. Yeah. yeah. Anything I, to do with the water, I don't like. You I know have what? a recurring dream where I get eaten by a shark. Yeah, that's a terrifying one. I just don't know how I'd go about it. Mm. And being in the water, oh, can you imagine just under? It's murky, is like the deep blue. You and can't see shit. Yeah, and then the big nose can. just pops out on you. Yeah, or, I'm not sure about or that. The, or you're in the dark and you see the eyes light up. Yeah, yeah, you yeah know, I'm not a fan. I'm you know fan. what it is, yeah? It's like if you're in the dark, but you're on foot, like in a forest or whatever, you can run. If you're in the dark and in the sea, swimming oh, don't God, feel the same yeah. as getting away, well, does it? It's because yeah, no, the prey, predators, sorry, can whatever, swim. Can swim faster than you. 
So you're fucked. Yeah, saying that, I reckon a lot of predators can run faster than me as well. <laughs> yeah, but fucked way. But you'd fancy your chances <laughs> on land rather than not. Yeah. New YouTube idea: crocodile versus man <laughs> on on a hundred meter first. sprint. That's not a knife. You heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. <laughs> Next one. Um, if you're on a desert island, <laughs> uh, if you're on a desert island, what would the one album you'd be that would well you take? Oh God, man! One album. One album. Jealous. <laughs> Jealous. Yeah. Oh, I'm trying really hard not to say Adele or take that right. Now. You could. I mean, it's the album Maybe you're I stuck like, with. There's one. 50 cent one that I quite like. A bit of a switch up. Is it the yeah, one with the bullet hole? Get it's the one with the bullet hole, yeah. yeah. The one with like 21 questions and all that yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. I do like a bit of that. I can tap into that occasionally. Yeah, that's an incredible fun. album. That's mm. a beautiful album. Yeah. So I think maybe that. I've got a lot of respect for that. Yeah. I had that on there. CD. I had that on you said JLS down here. <laughs> 50 cent coming <laughs> back. Working my way out for you. Yeah, averaging out. Give me your time. Give me time. I'm working my way out. This is a bit more game gamer orientated yeah, but yeah, yeah. did you ever have were you xbox or playstation first off xbox my older brother had an xbox and what uh, was your I had a playstation 2 before that okay what was your first so, gamer tag on xbox well my brother's oh, it's a bit cringy saying it now about the time i thought it was electric he'd get me all the street credit he called himself i strum your mum oh gosh <laughs> Oh, that's bad. It is really, really that's bad. That's horrible. Time, I should be like, Do you know what my older brother's called an Xbox? It's now when people ask me, I'll say, oh shit, I hope he doesn't ask me this. There's not <laughs> yeah. even a number on a the tragic. end. It was just, I strum your mummies yeah, online. No, there wasn't just straight up, yeah. Oh, that's horrible. He was a lucky man to get that. <laughs> well, did you try the draft? Yeah, <laughs> like I strum your mum 69 and he's like, fuck's sake. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Other, so they're the icebreakers, but first off, yep. who are you? What do you do? Give a little, give the audience a bit of an introduction. Little, um, what do you call it? A whistle stop tour. Oh yeah. Yeah. So my name is Archie. I am 23 years old and I paint for a living. Well, yeah, I guess I paint for a living. Artist slash painter um, at Wallace on the Wall. So there we go. I think Check out the socials. Check out the socials indeed at Wallace on the Wall on Instagram. How time. how did you where did that journey begin? Oh, uh, the journey began while I was in college. I just thought I, I was working at a, a pizza restaurant at the time, and I thought I I didn't really enjoy being a waiter so much. I just thought as a way of making potentially a bit of extra money on the side, I'd start painting people's dogs, and then. So I did a couple of free bits for like friends and family to build a portfolio, put it on Facebook, which at the time was, uh, it was my best work. But now I look back on it, I thought oh, it's a little bit ropey. And then just sort of the years gone by over COVID, I tried like experimenting with like people portraits and things like that. And then since then, I've just been going at that full time, mm -hmm. just doing portraits for various sort of people. Since then. What is liquid enamel? Lick, oh yeah. boy, you've been doing your research. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right, okay. So you know like um war people do warhammers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I used to do um Warhammer. Uh, was a, yeah, it was Warhammer, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There was something else that like Space Marines. <laughs> that was <laughs> yeah. a Warhammer version. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. And Iraq no yeah. Tyranids. They're oh, a Warhammer variant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I used to so you know those little tinlets you get? Yeah. Of the paint. So yeah. I paint with those, but using a pipette. 
So instead of using a paintbrush and uh, paint to apply it to the canvas, I use like a little pipette and use the liquid enamel. I, I pretty much sort of suck the liquid in and then just place it around the canvas mm. as a sort of an alternative to painting. Yeah. And I put up like little walls so that the liquid doesn't bleed. I was going to say, that's one thing I was going to say straight away. Surely yeah. that's a mess. Yeah, because you can't but, really control it as much, yeah. but it just means it takes a, a lot longer. Yeah. Because with the paintbrush, you can cover like so much of an area in, yeah. I don't know, in like 10 minutes. Whereas with liquid enamel, that might take like three hours. Yeah. From what we've seen from your work. So over this conversation, I'll throw up some examples of your work. But yep. look, so it adds a completely different texture from if you were using yeah, it the does. brush. Yeah. So it, ma it makes it raised from from the canvas. So usually a painting, albeit if they had like thicker areas of paint, there'd be a little bit of texture there. But mine sort of raised. So when you catch it from certain lights, I use this sort of the bit that I use to create the walls. It sort of is all raised by like sort of half a centimeter from the canvas. So when you see it in real life, you can sort of get an idea from the texture. But um, on photos, it doesn't do it as much of a justice. But at certain angles, you can kind of mm. show what it's all about. But I mainly just do it because it's different to what other artists use. I haven't actually seen someone who uses it in the way that I use it. Like, I suppose that's making the niche for yourself though, isn't it? Because, yeah. I mean, and not sound horrible, but there's a lot of paintings out there that are just with a brush. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So it's yeah, hard yeah. to get into that area yeah. of art. It is. it is. And a, a lot of the time as well, unless you go the traditional route, which I decided not to go, which is university, a lot of the time it completely depends on your following on social media because mm -hmm. people tend to buy art because of the artist's name, not because of the art itself. Yeah, yeah. Unless they're really compelled to buy a certain certain piece. But um, most of the time it's it's by the artist. So I thought a way of separating myself, like, like you say, would be to use the liquid enamel as opposed to just mm -hmm. the standard material. So It's being creative within art though, isn't it? I think yeah. Trying to, yeah, yeah just sure. giving it a go. Just trying to sort of experiment with things and stuff. The woman, shout out Sue, at the art trading company in Bungie. There we go. You had. But <laughs> you had. You had it here first. <laughs> <laughs> but Sue, she told me, she's the woman I go to in Bungie. She told me about the technique and I thought, I'll just give it a little go. And the first one happened to be, because uh, I'm a massive Arsenal fan, the first ever try I gave it was of Gabriel Martinelli. Mm-hmm who plays for Arsenal and I really like him as a player. And then I managed to get the painting to him, which was then sort of kickstarted that journey. Yeah. So that journey. How from did that it, point. Yeah. So what, one of the sort of next topics was sort of commissioned, if you like. Yeah. Um, so you mentioned Gabriel Martinelli. Is that like the first sort of breakthrough as such? And how did, how yeah. did that even, other than you doing the piece, did I, did you speak to him before? If not, how did you then get it to him? How did that all so unfold? With my work from the very start, I used to, because obviously it's hard to build like a client base before you've done any work. Yeah. So the first ever promotional piece I did when I still did my pet portraits was Vogue Williams. Mm -hmm. She's like a, a radio DJ and sort of social media presence. And she was kind enough to let me do a pro promotional piece of work for her in, ex in exchange for some exposure. Mm -hmm. And this was while I was still waitering doing the, the, the pizza stuff. And her shout out got me like 750 followers off, off the sort of mark, mm -hmm. 60 clients. Yeah. 
And wow. from there, you just sort That's of... That's a good build. turnover from 750. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's nearly so, fucking 10%. That's it good. was unreal. The only thing is, that. I didn't... <laughs> what did you say? It's no, sorry, I'm a data analyst. <laughs> he said 8%. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, yeah. I thought you said that's a lot of babes. I was like, yeah, potentially. But <laughs> yeah. If, you, if you calculate it, 8%. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's two babes in 499. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so I managed to build like a client base from there with my pet portraits, which sort of, with supply and demand, I could sort of, you know, just go from there, you build a little bit of a portfolio and then you'd find like friends of friends of these people you mm. work for would reach out. So that went for a while. And then um, I just decided it's, although I enjoy it, it's not something that is potentially sustainable going into the future. You can't really create prints of pet portraits and things like mm -hmm. that and have people buy them. So I thought I'd move into athletes. And that's when I literally reached, I literally reached out to him on Instagram. Yeah. I just fired him a message um, in my old office at the time. And um, I just said, oh, look, I've done this piece of you it's to commemorate your Olympic gold medal win with Brazil. It's in the Brazil colours and whatnot. What do you think? If you like it, I'd love to get it to you. And at the time, because he has a social media manager, which I didn't know, he just replied, nice one, mate. And I thought, oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Fuck, I've just done like seven days of work experiment, experimenting with a new thing, new mm. materials, and the materials aren't cheap. Just to get a nice one, mate, I thought, oh, that is brutal. And then an hour later... I went back to my phone and he'd messaged me saying, can you bring it to me? And can you do this one as well? I thought, fucking hell. I was buzzing. I was like, oh mm. my God. And I, I switched onto the message. Wow. There's a photo of him biting the Olympic gold medal. Yeah, yeah. So literally two days after that, I was meant to be going on holiday for two weeks. So I couldn't crack on straight away. And as soon as I got back, I got through it, sent him the message like a month later. And then we just arranged drop off, dropped it off to him. When I dropped it off to him, he posted it on, he was he was kind enough to just post it off yeah. on his uh, Instagram stories off of his own back. And Emmy Martinez's wife, who's one of my latest clients, saw the Instagram story, messaged me and said, I'd love to get one done for Emmy. Mm. Obviously he used to be, because he used to be the goalkeeper for Arsenal. Yeah. He helped Gabriel Martinelli settle into the team when yeah. he first joined from Brazil. So that was their connection. And, um, since then, he'd won the Copper America and recently the World, World Cup, Cup yeah. which is some of my next paintings to do. Yeah. Which, um, you know. So the Martinelli one, yeah. what was that experience like? Obviously, I, uh, sorry if I'm making an assumption, but was this the first sort of high... Um, uh, yeah, like legitimate work for, like, because I commissioned those, those pieces, whereas before I was doing a lot of promotional stuff. Yeah. So I'd done like, I'd been up to Hashtag United before, which I'd done like cartoon sort of work for, but a lot of it was promotional. So the, is it Bakerholics as well? Uh, Baker, Bakerholics was uh, a commission. I suppose you've done a lot of kind of favours to get where you are. Yeah, literally. But that's literally. a good way because yeah. when you've mm -hmm. got a, say, small portfolio, which you probably did have yeah. then, you need to do that kind of stuff to get yourself yeah. on the ground. Yeah, 100%. Like with the pet portraits, for example, when you just put up two sort of bog standard photos of friends' paintings, mm. there's not a lot. I remember there was one guy who messaged me after a week saying, oh, I just saw your work. And I reckon it's sort of one of my family friends gave him a bit of a nudge. I can't make this guy struggling a bit. Like sort of help <laughs> him out a little bit. And I remember I did the painting. And to be honest with you, until I did like the promotional stuff for the people with like a fairly good social media presence, that's when it's sort of 
I started to get a little a, a little bit busier, a lot more work. Mm. And then I did the with the Bakerholics for Morgan. I did a cartoon for her, and that was something I went. I was sort of experimenting with different styles. Mm. I went from pet portraits to cartoons to a certain style of people portrait, and then I went into the enamels. Yeah, and the enamels is now is what I. Sort of it looks incredible as well. You've got to find your niche when you yeah. get into that, though, haven't you? Yeah, you yeah. And I, from what I've said, I mean, you know, we've had a bit of research and had a look, but from what we've seen, just having a look, the difference between the cartoon and yeah. the enamel stuff you're doing is like mental. Like it look, the enamel stuff looks yeah. crazy. Yeah, the the enamel stuff I'm really proud of, to be fair, because it's one of those things that not all, saying the cartoon stuff isn't oh, good no, by I all know means, what you mean. but I'm just saying like that looks like I on another level. Like, it's like the, the difference in because with the cartoon it's trying to get the balance right like i was i was drawing up my own caricatures and stuff like mm -hmm. that and well to be honest when i look back on my cartoon work it is like extremely basic mm -hmm. in terms of i can it's I kind can of what they want though isn't it almost kind of but i completely understand as well at the same time if someone else to see it was to see it who did art or people outside of art they probably think i could probably do that and they mm. probably could to be fair it's just that at the time i had the idea to potentially do it but at the same time i don't know because it was new i thought the work was really good the bakerholics one i like obviously i look back on all my old work and think i could have done this there and you'll this always there have that a little bit. you'll look back on the martinelli one i'm sure yeah. in one day and you'll be like oh i could have done this to improve <laughs> yeah, it potentially, yeah. yeah i mean we think that with our podcast yeah. you look at our old podcasts they're nothing like yeah. they are now the podcasts a bit cheeky weren't they? oh yeah. god yeah. Like, like my first pet portraits were <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Even my music, I go back and listen to it now. Some of the old stuff, I think, Jesus yeah. Christ. But that's all, it's all learning, yeah. isn't it? Evolution. We're young yeah. as well, so. A hundred percent. I'm working on now, I'm working on like a big piece, which requires me to do like loads of different uh, paintings of people. Uh, it's basically like a, a collage of about 40 different people. And I even find then, because it's like a slightly new style, because I'm working with oil, the first painting is way worse than like the 10th. So, yeah. mm -hmm. like you say, I'll probably look back on my stuff now that I'm doing it and think, what was I thinking then? Mm. There's some seriously rascal stuff that I put out thinking, oh, that's unbelievable. Mm. But now I think, oh, that's not so good. So I guess it all sort of... Imposter syndrome. Yeah, yeah. It all comes with the journey, I guess. Martinelli, what was his house like? Like, tell me MTV Cribs, was his fridge empty or was it full? Did he <laughs> yeah. have butter in it? Yeah, yeah. What did he have? Was what it kind fridge? of, did you see, did he have like his crepes out and about or were they, uh, yeah. You know what, when I turned up, it was like, it was an unusual experience because I drive like a little 2005 Renault Clio Extreme. Extreme. 1.2 litre, 37 horsepower. And I was rolling down this road. <laughs> <laughs> just for the listeners I was rolling down this road and I thought fucking hell, I look a bit out of my depth there like I don't want to sort of I don't want to creep around because I was about half an hour early because traffic was alright on the way up to London so I parked outside another bloke's house <laughs> and I was a little bit nervous because obviously I'm an Arsenal fan and I didn't know how to hype myself up so I put my my, re my American rap playlist on. I started, <laughs> started blasting pop smoke out of my car speed <laughs> <laughs> and I was just you <laughs> Listen, <laughs> that, trying to get myself in the zone and I noticed like some lights and some some curtains got drawn from the house that I was parked outside of and they probably thought who is this absolute creep parked outside my house blasting pop smoke in a little Renault Clio so, oh, fucking hell. I sort of sat there for 30 minutes in silence went up and when I got to his I, I just remember him peeking around his curtain 
just to sort of check check if it was me because I let him know I was coming. And I remember thinking, "Fucking hell, this is unusual!" Like seeing him, he's got the—I'll be honest, boys—he's got the best skin I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> really, he's got the oh. clearest skin. I remember he opened the door. He's quite young though, isn't he? So he's mm. young, but Jesus, when I was that young, I was all over the shop. <laughs> I had to take tablets just to sit my skin <laughs> down a little bit. But when he opened the door, I was like, "Jesus!" It was like that Brazilian glow. Mm. And uh, God, I'm getting a bit too. Uh, bit too enthusiastic yeah. <laughs> he's not watching <laughs> but um but yeah i remember he answered the door and he let me in and i'd forgot to take my paintings out my boot so i was just loitering around in his house and i remember thinking oh fucking hell, yeah and i remembered why i was there i went back <laughs> to my car got the paintings out brought them in and it was him all his friends all really lovely and his agent and pretty much he just sort of he's a lovely bloke to be fair really really nice guy made me feel welcome and he just asked me, like, I remember he just asked me if I wanted a drink or whatnot. And then he was, he ran upstairs and then I was just left talking to his agent. And that was a really unusual experience because, because I work on my own all the time. Like when you first get the message saying, oh, can you do this piece? Like, it's an incredible feeling. But then you've got a long time to sit on yourself and, and think about it. And you sort of desensitize as you yeah. a little bit. So you're doing this painting, just thinking at that point, you're just painting a picture in front of you and you forget who it's sort of for. And his agent was telling me, oh, yeah, I'll let all my other clients know about it um, in case they want a painting as well. I thought, the other clients? Because I didn't know who he was at this point. I thought, that's unusual. And he told me he's off to Madrid tomorrow because he, like, manages, like, Vinicius Junior as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because I think he manages a lot of the Brazilian players. And that's when I thought, holy shit, like, this is, like, sort of, there's two different lives here. Like, I'm not yeah. sort of used to this in a way. Yeah. But unfortunately, Vinicius hasn't come calling. Mm -hmm. But maybe in the future. But Yet. <laughs> yet. But mm. yeah, he's a really nice guy. And the whole experience was lovely. Like, he gave me a signed shirt, which I was buzzing about on the way home. As soon as I, like, left the left the uh, house, I was on the on the driveway in my car, like, sending photos to my family <laughs> and stuff like that. Mum was buzzing. She Mum, I've made it. Like, I was like, Mum, you never guess what? He's give me a signed shirt. Give me a signed shirt. <laughs> To a, to a football fan though that's massive yeah. like for me being a West Ham fan if I did that to like Declan Rice and he gave me yeah. a time shot I'd be like cuddling mm. it to bed for like weeks <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I'll be wearing yeah. it everywhere yeah, yeah. it was on my car seat on the way home I was just occasionally just sort of yeah. did you have the seatbelt you ain't going nowhere okay, yeah, babe. slow down yeah. Yeah. extra yeah. slow baby in the car baby on board want me to put on Adele on the 21 yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't worry Tim. I've seen a lot of videos of uh, Gabriel Martinelli and yeah. he seems like a proper Londoner because obviously he's been brought up you in think, that yeah. atmosphere he, he, well, he seems like a Londoner but a proper nice like interactive young guy because he's quite he's still quite young isn't he he's so young like what what I didn't realise well I did realise but I, I've sort of because when I was face to face with him obviously he just one thing I, it, it definitely does do is when you see them on on the TV and you see them playing football and stuff like that and there's that massive fan culture around them it puts them on this crazy pedestal where you think they're just some sort of like it's like they don't even exist as yeah, real humans God, yeah. and when I met him and then when I saw him just in his comfort zone I just thought this guy's just a normal bloke like he's talking talking to all his friends and stuff like that and his friends are all so sound and they're all so I don't know they're just really humble nice blokes mm. like if you'd have met them without knowing who they were, you'd never guess what they do ever. Because he yeah. wasn't brash, he wasn't loud, he wasn't like shouty about it. Mm. And um, I forgot what the fucking question was now. What was the question again? Was he like London? 
Oh yeah, that was it. No, but he was, yeah, his English was, like his English was good, but obviously he'd moved from Brazil to England, I think from the fourth tier in Brazil mm. to England when he was 18 years old. Didn't know a lick of English. And I think I met him when he was 21, 20. Mm -hmm. So he'd only been there for like a couple of years. That's so a completely new environment. But yeah, he was just a nice bloke. So obviously you've fucking name dropped oh, Martinelli. Gosh, yeah. Um, we do have a list of, so I don't know if they're all commissions, but some names that we've seen on your Insta. So I'm going to read for them all. Right. If you can maybe go through some stories like you've explained with Martinelli. Oh, right. okay, yeah, Feel yeah. free to make them as short or, or as long as you want. But we've got, yeah, so Martinelli was top of the list. And we've got Martinez, who you briefly mentioned. Uh, Gabriel Jesus. Gabriel Jesus. I've not. That was an original piece, mm -hmm. so this is not actually for him, but I'm going to create some, because well, I'm working on a piece at the moment, which is really, it's not, as I say about doing the enamel, it's not my usual style, and it's taken me months and months to do. Mm -hmm. And once that's out the way, I need to rejig my website, and then I'm going to create some original stuff of it, and I'm going to try and get that to him. Mm -hmm. I'm speaking one of it. Uh, one of the people in his team, I think, follows him. Yeah. Follows me, sorry. So I'm going to try yeah, yeah. and get through to them because I think that would be quite a cool one. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. We've got, I'll skim through them quickly, but, and you let us know which ones are, you know, just personal pieces or yeah. whatever. So I've got Albamiang, Connor Ben, yeah. Saka, Seb on golf, Spencer yeah. Owen, you talk about hashtag, and obviously Bakeholics already mentioned, but yeah. yeah. Talk about Aubameyang, is that, what's that Mate, one? Aubameyang. I was that one is too. mental. I, see, that, that, that was so with, good. So that one was done with, I did that with broken glass. To be honest, I did that years ago. Mm. Just as, a, that, I think that was my first people portrait I did while I was still doing my pet portraits. And it was just sort of sitting there and I thought, oh, you know what, I don't really know what I'm going to do with that one. So I'll throw a bit of, broken glass pretty much over the top which is the, the effect that it makes now yeah and again that one was an original piece at the time but since then i've been in contact with his agent um because barcelona shared it on while he was at barcelona they shared it onto their social media platform oh really so when barcelona shared it onto their social media platform abamyang and his wife saw the portrait mm-hmm um, and I think his agent saw that through them, and I was just, and then I reached out to the agent, and without going into too much detail, I'm pretty much the same thing, trying to get that actively get that yeah. to him, trying to yeah. trying to make the yeah. this tough finish moving okay. about so much recently. I made that portrait when he was an Arsenal player. Oh fuck it, really? <laughs> I made it so long ago. I made I painted that years ago, and it was literally like there's so many pieces that. I don't know whether other artists relate or not, but you create so much work that you think, I'm not totally comfortable putting this out yet, or it doesn't really align with like, like with the stuff that I post on my social media, for example, that's probably 20% of the work that I create mm. because you sort of, one, you set a sort of particularly standard for yourself. Two, if you're particularly busy, I just, I'm terrible with it. I forget to take photos of the work that mm. I create. Mm. And sometimes if it doesn't align with the specific direction that I want to go with, with my social media, I'll choose not to post it. Mm -hmm. Like over Christmas, I had a lot of pet portraits that I was doing. Mm -hmm. So I got through about, I don't know, so I get through about 12 pet portraits in December. I won't post any of them because moving forward, I want to go into more of the athlete direction. Yeah, yeah. 
which I've been lucky enough to do with my recent clients. Yeah, so I created the thing for Connor Ben just to practice my enamel moving forwards because I saw a cool photo of him and I thought, um, I did it, I did it. He saw it on his social media and I was going to take it up to him. But sort of complications got in the way and then that never sort of materialised. Mm-hmm. And I was going to even get, I, I want to get prints made of that again. So obviously yeah. he's meant to fight in the summer, I think it is. And I was in contact with someone from his team as well who had mm. seen it because he'd put it on his story. So that's something, again, I'd like to push going forward. And Sounds like you got lots of opportunities brewing, really. It's like opportunities brewing, but it's like... You never know if it's going to... Yeah, yeah, it's but an unusual one because when I, cause when I do, do the things, like the commission pieces, it feels a lot more... It's just a lot more solidified because it's like certain, you know, it's mm-hmm. going to go to them. Or sometimes I do the original work and I think on my social media, it's sort of the lines are blurred between, because I've met, I've been lucky enough to meet a couple of these people now, like what is for the people and what mm-hmm. is for the original stuff. But all my original work is basically done on the purpose of getting prints made moving forward. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it's beneficial to. for you to post it on your social media anyway, like you're done, because if anything the perspective of that they might be commissioned is is better to look at for yeah. people who might just be checking out your profile. Oh my God, yeah. he's done this, 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 and this. And this. Yeah, yeah, I you guess know. so. I mean, it it's was, almost that like fake it till you make it type Yeah, I guess there, there's, def- there's definitely you know. an element of that. Like it's one of those things as well where I've, I get a lot of friends saying, oh, you done what? And it's sort of, you have to let them down softly and be like, no mate, this is like mm-hmm. an original piece sort of thing. Like I'd love to get it to him potentially. Mm-hmm. but I think the reality is these guys are so busy a lot of the time. Yeah, definitely. That that's probably not on their, you know. But the celebrities have been in there, haven't they? They're busy. Yeah, there's Especially a lot going on. you got to think of, well, footballers and fighters probably busiest. Most footballers are training five, six days yeah. a week. Yeah. Fighters but are training seven camps. days a week. They're like yeah. tunnel yeah. vision. Especially if they're coming 100%. up to a fight, then they're going to be completely Mate, engrossed 100%. in what they're doing. 100%. Like when I took the, when I was done, because I'd finished the paintings for Martinez about a month before I actually took them up to him. Mm-hmm. Because I, I was in direct contact with his wife because she was the one who reached out to me. But he was, because he obviously plays for Aston Villa now. I think they didn't go on a run of winning or whatsoever. Or, 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 they changed like managers, didn't they? I think, yeah, I think it was last year at some point. And I think they just weren't on a good run. And she messaged me saying like, I was all right if we sort of, delay it delay it because I think with these sort of professional athletes it sort of it seems to me like their lifestyle is so all-encompassing like a win or a loss it's the difference between how the rest of their week goes yeah, until yeah, yeah. they play the next game mm-hmm. so I think Aston Villa I think they're on like a three a three loss skid and that was when I was sort of arranging to go up and it was one of those things where it's like you don't want to meet them and they don't they probably don't want to meet you on their one day off. Yeah. And they're probably not in the best headspace. Yeah. Yeah. They haven't so. got the time to spare it. Like they need their full mentality on getting back and winning. Not buying a piece I mean, of work. Cause I did a, I did a suit. I did his Argentinian travel bag. I was lucky enough to do that before the world cup. His wife asked me a couple of weeks before or at three weeks before, oh, can you do this? I know it's late notice, but can you des- like design and paint his travel bag for the World Cup. So she sent me through a suitcase, which is like, I, I go from doing a normal canvas to working on like a Louis Vuitton bag. So I was shitting myself. I was like, oh, 
Did you ever get tempted to stuff some drugs in there? <laughs> <laughs> what, bust them on the way there? Yeah. Probably do England a favour. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that didn't pan out too well. No, it? I'm actually so glad they Fuck won the World Cup. Yeah, same here to be fair. Mate, to be honest, I was sick. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah. She was saying, she was like, oh, before, um, I was talking to her, oh, before, you know, the World Cup goes on, if they win, maybe I'll get some more portraits done. So I was thinking, oh, as much as I'd love England to win, it's yeah. a pretty handy second option for me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then I saw him on like Argentina's page. They were showing him him walking onto the plane with a bag and stuff like that. And it was like my little designer. I thought, fucking hell, that's unreal to be crazy. But, um, but yeah, I took this up to him the day before they were playing Man City. Mm -hmm. And it was his birthday. And, Although, obviously, it was a bit like if it was any of us, she'd be out until, I don't know what time you boys stay out until, but it'll be out until probably quite a lively time. You're mm -hmm. probably going to be written off for the next couple of days after that. Yeah, yeah. But I was parked up at the bottom of the drive and you see all the other players leaving his birthday party sort of coming out. And I'm just sit well, I'm sitting there with my dad because I hadn't slept for two days because Amazon fucked up with the delivery on a lot of my materials. So... I got them with literally most of them with 48 hours to spare. Really? So I Fuck. hadn't slept for two days. It was Wednesday morning and I slept on Friday night. So Fuck. my dad took us off and our little, we were sort of bubbling around and our Adele oh, galaxy, Adele yeah. playing, of course, always. Yeah. <laughs> Up the A11. I remember I was laying there like that, just sort of. Oh, Rolling in on. the deep. <laughs> Don't go chasing <laughs> pavements. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, we were going up there and it was so weird to like, you see these people coming out and you think, fucking hell. Like again, it's like you get a short window into their little life and then and then we were off again. Had the shittest McDonald's I've probably ever had in my life. Mm. Dad got wrap of the day and it was absolutely honking. Like, have one those today. That. Oh yeah. Yeah. Nice. Chris, sweet chili crispy one, baby. Oh baby, yeah. That's what my dad went for. Oh, that was oh, an absolute shock. Um... So regardless of commission, personal work, out of all of them, of every piece of work you've done, what would you say is your favourite out of those? Like, from an artistic oh, perspective. The glass one is pretty fun. I do like the glass one. I, I, I'll be honest, like, the, the Connor Ben one in person mm. is probably... Like, because that was an original piece, I had... Uh, control over the picture I select. Yeah. So back in the days, I used to do pet portraits. Some woman, she sent you a photo of their dog, and then right. she sent me a photo. Taking of on dog a Motorola, drinking out of a out of a bucket, <laughs> and I can only see the top of its head. I thought, oh, I don't know how I'm going to get around this. So I asked what breed it was. It was like a poodle or something like that. And I just searched up on Google Images what that sort of dog was. Painted it. Yeah. I don't think she was big into her social media. She was an older older woman, bless her, lovely lady. But I sent her a photo of the painting while it was done thinking, fucking hell, I hope she doesn't realise that this isn't a photo she sent me. She was like, oh my God, that's amazing. It looks just like her. So I was like, fucking hell, it's a bit of a touch. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe the... Good thing dogs look like dogs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't think it, but honestly. Well, you don't see like a dog walking down in a trench coat compared to one with a mohawk. So it's yeah. hard, you know. So the Google images did me a little yeah. solid there. I suppose as an artist though, realistically, you an artist knows what a good photo to go in, especially yeah. what you're doing with liquid enamel. Yeah. You know what will be a good photo 100%. in that. So you 100%. having control over that will make mm. a better 
yeah. picture yeah. in your view. Yeah, the so Conor Ben and the Aubameyang one is so, yeah. so the, good. Yeah, I mean, we, we saw the Aubameyang one, we thought, fuck. Really? Crazy. Yeah. yeah, we thought. Oh, it'd be sweet if I could get it up to it, man. Yeah. I so wanted to. One, once Barcelona shared it onto their social medias, I was thinking, fucking hell. Yeah. Man. Yeah, I was crazy. planning to move to Barcelona because I love Barcelona. I was thinking I could move there for a month. Yeah. Beautiful, but it's still in the works. Yeah. Fingers crossed, eh? I mean, I'm going in July if you need to. <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. I'll come with you if you want. Yeah, yeah. So well, you do you reckon... One, I'll come with you regardless. <laughs> <laughs> do you reckon your biggest achievement, is that going to be Martinelli? I mean, that chain? I know, like, I've been lucky enough that my three... The three biggest pieces for me have been my enamel pieces where I did obviously... the celebrating the olympic gold mm -hmm. i did the copper america win for argentina and then the world cup travel bag and then i've been commissioned How perfectly timed was oh, mate, it's beautifully timed yeah. yeah so nice and there's such nice people to do the work for as yeah. well everyone i've met so far has been an absolute mm -hmm. dream and then i'm doing the world cup um i'm doing another piece for the world cup like to celebrate their win Mm -hmm. And that's the next piece after the piece that I'm doing at the moment. Mm -hmm. The one that I'm doing at the moment is basically like a celebratory piece for this particular person and his wife to celebrate like 20 years being together, mm -hmm. oh, which is a nice. big piece because they're a Champions League and Premier League winner. I'm getting a bit... Okay, yeah, I'm, so, yeah. it's hard for my I'm mic knocks. So I've got a rough yeah. <laughs> uh, It's great to see, There's a reason though. why I've got my legs crossed. Yeah. <laughs> it's great to see, yeah. mate. That's, but it, feel, that's incredible. it feels like amazing. Like, are you on this full time, by the way? This is full time, yeah. Like, wow. the, the piece that I'm doing at the moment is oh, it's taking me a long time. I massively overshot it. I thought because it's like a new style, I'm working with oil and detail, I thought it would take potentially like two months but it's taken me like a long, long time working like six day weeks at the moment, mm -hmm. like a long time. Like I'll leave at half seven, I'll get back home at eight o'clock. Wow. And it's just sort of, and a lot of the time it's me sitting in front of my iPad trying to learn this particular style just yeah. so I get it yeah, perfectly right. Well, yeah. I was going to ask, you know, how long does a particular piece take you? But I suppose it varies. Yeah. It varies, mate. It depends what, what side of the bed you get out from. Like some days How long has one took and how quick has one took? When we're talking enamel stuff. The first that. Martinelli one took me probably two weeks. Wow. Is, is that like a nine to five, two weeks? You say, or? I was doing other, because at the time, I didn't know whether he was going to have it or not, because he didn't ask for the first one. Yeah. The first one was just painted just to experiment. Um, so the first one was, um, yeah, the first one took me about two weeks, and I was doing the pet portraits in between just because I didn't want to go two weeks. Obviously, I don't get sick pay or anything like that. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to go two weeks without pay. Um, but yeah, it was nine to five sort of stuff. And the enamels as they are, you apply like a layer and it takes seven hours for them to dry. Mm. So is it good to like work on a few pieces at once so you can be like, oh, I'll yeah. do this and then I'll do that and then... Yeah. So when I did the Martinez one, I worked on both of them at once. Yeah. And then wow. sort of took them up to them at at whatever time they got finished but it always takes longer than you think yeah uh, i'll have yeah. to hit you up at some point i'm i've Man, just bought my beautiful. first home and i'm, I'm one of my, yeah. the bedrooms i'm turning into a studio a music space so i'll have to get a no not self-portrait it's a big head it won't be it won't be a self-portrait but i'd love to get something up on there it'd be like i don't know like some musician or an actor yeah. or a musician because like then as well yeah. there's so many good photos of them like. he likes biggie so yeah. Oh yeah, Biggie. Hey, that would be a sweet yeah. one. Have you seen the? You couldn't get them to them. 
Especially with that. that. <laughs> Can I just yeah, reach out and get? Oh wait, yeah, that'd be a fucking struggle, wouldn't it? Uh, Jesus Christ, bless that baby. Yeah. <laughs> Drink break. Have you thought about doing one for Adele? <laughs> mate, mate, that's my, that's the next logical. Step, yeah, it mate. is. Fucking big Adele. This episode is brought to you by Lower Goat Barbers, and unless you've been sleeping under a rock, then you'd know. Exactly that, Render. Look at this beautiful, aesthetically pleasing location that we are now recording the podcast beautiful. at. All thanks to Lower Goat Barbers. Now, Lower Goat Barbers, who are they? What do they do? Not just supply to the number one podcast in Norwich, maybe even Norfolk, maybe even the world. They also supply buttery, creamy haircuts. Am I right? Yeah, just like Parmesan cheese. Now, as you can tell, Jack has not had a haircut from here. So, what are you going to do next? Haircut. Exactly. Who are you going to book it with? Lower Goat Barbers. Exactly that. Simply go to the App Store and download the Logo Barbers app. Or check out their Facebook page or Instagram page. All the details down in the description. If you want a fucking JC haircut like this, then check out Lower Goat Barbers and they'll supply the creme de la creme. And don't forget to let them know that we sent you. Back to the video. Back to the video, baby. Have you had any weird celebrity reactions or interactions or anything oh, like that. I had a sinking one with Really? Like every single person, because I think they respect because I'm a small business and I'm doing something saying that. I mean, for a lot of them, maybe they just, well, when they agree to it, I guess it's like I'm doing them a service to try and sort of better my own self and I'm only a small business. So it takes me a lot of time and effort to do them a piece of work but I can kind of understand on when the shoe's on the other foot like they get so many requests that yeah. that probably doesn't mean a lot to, so basically in short terms it means a lot to me and maybe not a lot to them mm-hmm. but she'd agreed to do uh, a promotional piece at the time when I was doing my pet portraits and I remember I was just it was it got a bit awkward in the end because I was constantly I'd sent the portrait and it had been received and apparently it said it had been enjoyed and stuff like that and it took like, I had to email them about seven times on separate occasions, probably two weeks apart. So it was like, I don't know, say it was a three month process for me just to get them to put a, a post on their Instagram story because it had already agreed to. And I remember when the Instagram story came around, it was like a boomerang of them holding the portrait like that. Ugh. And you could only see like a fucking third of the portrait because mm. it was kind of like out of the pitch. And I remember just thinking, oh, that's a bit shit. Like I took a while doing that portrait, and in the end, it was just fucking not appreciated. Nothing, yeah. Because yeah, with with the Vogue one, for example, you get like I don't know. I got like however many followers, and I got however many messages, and it was really, really successful. And she was so lovely, and her post was so good. And then the other one, you go through this work, and you get the reply to the email, and you build it up to be something in your head. You get three followers trickling. And you think, <laughs> oh, that is fucking. Brilliant. Yeah, maybe that. I suppose that's the comes and goes of the business, though, isn't it? You yeah, kind of I have to so. expect it in a yeah. horrible way. Hundred percent. You got to kiss a few, kiss a few frogs. Yeah, exactly. It's one yeah. of those things where I'm. They're probably so fucking busy. They're probably thinking, "Oh, fucking, hell, I'll just get a photo of me in this, yeah. this little piece of shit for a second. Just, <laughs> fucking, just let's get this out of the way. Whereas I'm emailing, like, fucking, please, please post it because <laughs> it could be make or break for me. Whereas for them, it's like, oh. It's just another one of the hundred things, but yeah. Oh, God. You know what that is? Oh, I know what it is, yeah. Hot, soft, alcoholic. 
if you haven't watched the podcast before, you'll know. I mean, uh, let me say again. If you haven't watched the podcast before, you might not know that we have a segment called Hot Soft Alcoholic where we ask Maybe. our special guest what is their favourite perfect situation where they've had their hot, soft, alcoholic favourite drinks. <laughs> now, Renda, what do they have? You've got the Thirsty Thursdays gold card, or should we say, I don't know, whatever colour card you want it to be. Yeah. But you get We're to... We're diverse around here, brother. It's, oh, it's yeah. unlimited. It can traverse across time, space, and humanity. There's no spend limit. No. So, well, be nice, we it? want your favourite hot drink, your favourite soft drink, your favourite alcoholic drink, but not just what it is, what situation you are, what you're in, what country are you in what oh glass is it in do you want a couple ice cubes in there slice oh. of lime what oh. time zone yeah. Are we boys? yeah oh we want detail if we're talking detail i'll give you detail boys. we want yeah, detail we so want start, us, start us off with a hot drink you know what's the perfect hot drink and i'm going to give another little shout out to local business amaretto just down the road have you been yeah i have yeah there's slice of pizzas you can get in there slice yeah. Of pizzas. yeah unbelievable i go there most days with work i've got my little loyalty card I fill that up probably once every couple of weeks to get my free little latte at the end. I'd say my perfect hot drink is a latte from there, sitting outside with either my girlfriend for the brownie points or, <laughs> more often than not, my girlfriend's brother. <laughs> we sit outside there and we have a nice little catch-up and maybe I've got a little croissant in front of me. Mm. £1.50 or £1, depending on what one you go for. I'm a pan of chocolate man myself. So oh, I'll go for yeah. £1.50. You're a sweet boy. I'll reach that extra little bit deep into my pocket. Yeah. And I'll go for the pan of chocolate and just sitting outside there, dipping it in on maybe like a nice summer's day. That's beautiful. Mm. Won't get any better than that. And then oh, yeah. I love a pastry. Yeah. Oh, mate, I love what sort of time well. is this you having this? Mate, I'm talking 11.30. Oh. So have you started your paintings? Sort of, and then a bit of a lunch break. So I've just been in, I've probably been, been in the office now for about, I, get, I normally get in for about eight. It's good for three, three four hours, hours yeah. Three, yeah, so it's a nice little it's a nice little reset before then I have my lunch a few hours later on. Yeah. And the sun's just at the perfect sort of spot. And oh. And yeah. Stop oh, it's a glorious it. voice. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> Do I love you, that. See, when you're there, it's like, you feel this is where I'm meant to be right now. Oh, man. Yeah. It feels natural. Oh. Yeah. Feels, I like that. It's second yeah. nature, boys. What Do you know, it's second uh, nature. There's something about coffee and sitting outside yeah. and just... <laughs> Having a chat with some you feel people a bit watching, well, don't you? You yeah. feel a bit mm. maybe borderline Italian. Mm. You should be smoking yeah, an extremely long cigarette. Like, mm. Oh, yeah. oh, really? <laughs> oh, 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 I love it that. I kind of want to be watch. there, actually. Yes, mate, you're more than welcome. Feel oh, free. thanks. Yeah, I appreciate. Free. I'm there pretty much every day. Yeah, maybe. If, <laughs> we'll go for a little if I'm with him, I'm on my own. We'll go for an amaretto date one day. Let's go for a little amaretto date. Yeah, take a break from Aviva and pop yourself down. I will be, son. I will be. Soft drink. Soft drink. Ooh, if I go soft drink, what do I go for? I've got to go. If I go soft drink, perfect environment for a soft drink. I feel like it's when you're on an all-inclusive holiday, mm. and you've got the buffet there. Maybe you're in Tenerife, and you know you've got those things of like orange juice, apple juice, water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you don't want to go for the water because you want to get your money's worth. Yeah. So you maybe delve into like an apple juice and orange juice mm. in between, like you. In between, like your portions, and I'm I'm so partial to an all inclusive. It'd have to be maybe the apple juice. I feel like slides down. Glad you said that. Is that the morning, afternoon, or evening? 
The morning, man. Morning, yeah. The morning of the You're a bit ropey after all yeah. the all-inclusive drinks the night before. Yeah, a little bit of entertainment. Yeah. I was going to say on an all inclusive usually when you give me a drink it's not yeah. soft <laughs> no, but in the morning it's morning. fine in the morning oh. it's all about R&R mate it's all about that rest and recovery I've, the thing is mm. I think about when you go on an all inclusive and it's sunny yeah. orange juice is a bit like 50-50 apple juice is that, that quench isn't it it's like that yeah. ribenary orange juice oh. where it oh. apple juice is <laughs> but I think yeah. the thing is because <laughs> you've had so much sun yeah. Yeah. you don't need that I, vitamin D I went to Greece with my girlfriend last year on an all inclusive apple juice is phenomenal right? and obviously you're drinking the all inclusive cocktails yeah. and beers or whatever awful yeah. beer but anyway yeah. And in the they morning, fast. you're a bit ropey. You're fucking so dehydrated. Yeah. And you go to that little vending, that little dispenser, oh, mate, and you get a bit of apple that, juice. Always small glasses. That's yeah, so yeah, like this like, you got yeah. to have two glasses. Give me a pint, you, you bastard. Yeah. yeah. And you fill that bad boy up with your <laughs> dirty scrambled egg <laughs> or whatever's we'll on there. <laughs> um, yeah, it's good stuff, man. That then render. I think it's our favourite. Time. That's time to perfection. The alcoholic drink. The alcoholic drink. What would be my perfect alcoholic drink? So if you were going to, I suppose it's if you were going to probably. Probably the same, maybe a little holiday vibe. You want an mm. all-inclusive? All no, not the all-inclusive. I'd say you're. A bit more upper class. Potentially, dare Everything I say. inclusive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You've just had a, you've oh, just God, had a big commish. We can go yeah. in the future as big well. You've just had a big commish. Say, yeah. say um, Real Madrid have just won the um, Champions League again for the yeah. sixth time in like five years. A little Modric piece. Yeah, say Benzema's finishing his yeah, career. Benzema, He's yeah. like, oh, I want this piece um, for like 50k. 50,000. Nice manifestation Thanks. going yeah. on. 50k, you know what I'll do? I'll be a toss-up. It would either be a nice... So I feel like you can't be summertime. That would have to be the time of year. Summer, summer, Well, it's got to be summertime. summertime. They've, they've, won, they've won it in summertime. So... Oh, yeah. God, fuck, no, you are really thinking. <laughs> this is strategic thinking. Yeah, yeah. I haven't gone that far ahead. Yeah, you know what? I'd say summertime. I'm either... I'm not... One of, I'm not a big... I like a night out. Yeah. But I'm not like wake up, peel your face off the side of the concrete sort of night out. Yeah, yeah. we try to keep those to a limited amount. 100%. You got, you know, you take them as and where you can, mm. but most of the time I love a I love a pub. I love a pool scratching. Mm. And I love a game of pool. Oh mm. yeah. What's your Okay, so the, the, the thing is with pubs with me, sorry to interrupt. No, I take it but away. Pubs for me th there goes, you know, you walk in, good beer, great. Yeah. Pool table yeah. It's like this pub is suddenly elevated it's in my. Really, and if it's yeah. a pool table with a free button, oh. so you just there's no fifty p jobby. Oh, it's so just they exist too, though. oh yeah. yeah, Temple Bar used Temple to do Bar. it a couple of times. Yeah, you just press the button, game on, baby. You put yeah. your name down yeah. if people are. And yeah. this is the first oh, day, first day. Irish place in the corner. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this is the first day, first day card. We can take you to any free pool bar you want. No way. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, way. Nice. <laughs> so you're playing pool all maybe, night, baby. So you're in a pub, yeah. you got pool. It's one or two things. I'm, I'm either in a pub with a pint of, what was it we had earlier? That was Asahi? Oh. Either, yeah, a bit of Asahi, maybe even a bit of Peroni. Mm. I, I, I do like a Peroni. With like a nice packet of pork scratchings and you're with the boys, you're having a laugh. It's either that or I'm on holiday, I'm with my girlfriend. We're having a glass of white wine. I am partial to my, to my white wine. Oh, are you well, a, are you a skin in what, the summer? Yeah, oh, yeah. potentially. What kind of um, what are you going for? Oh, mate, I'm not fussy. Yeah, it, you know, you a dry as long man. As it's cold and it's out of the bottle. I'm fair. Serving all. Oh, boys, yeah, you know, 
I'm having a drive a little bit more. Yeah, <laughs> he likes no. a cold white. You know what? I'm not. Yeah, I'll, I'll take I'll take them as they come. But I like a mm. cold one. Maybe one this borderline sweet. Mm. Actually, yeah. one that just it just trickles down. Oof. That's what I like. That's beautiful. Yeah. Getting you excited. Here, yeah, you? yeah. You excited. Claps all round. That was that was brilliant. <laughs> that was brilliant. Uncle. Thanks for clapping, cunt. Um, <laughs> there we go. I did want to quickly talk about, off topic slightly, but to do with art, have you seen the AI art stuff? Mate, it's incredible. Yeah, man. you just type in, Mate, I love you know, it, Michael McIntyre drinking a cup of tea on yeah. Mount Vesuvius and it could do it. It sort is. of. Mate, I love it. Yeah. I think there's a place for it, honestly. Mm. I'm not... You might be able to get some inspiration off it. Yeah, I might even be able chat to GPT a thing. of portraits, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just if I'm ever a bit bogged down, a bit run yeah. down. Yeah, chat GPT. Busy. I, I, the thing is, AI art could never do what you do. No, no, but I could never do what AI art does. Yeah. Just like I could never do what... Mate, there's fucking thousands and thousands of thousands of artists on Instagram. Mm -hmm. A lot of the time you see their work and you think, well, potentially I feel like I could do that. But a lot of the time you see work and you think, I can never be able to do that. And the ones that I think are oh, potentially be able to do that, people would have thought that about my work when I first started and probably do think about my work now. So I think there's a space for everyone. Like those people oh, yeah. who say, oh, oh definitely. Yeah, AI art is ruining art. I just think, fucking hell, like this. At the end of the day, if someone's going to buy a piece of my work, whether AI exists or doesn't exist, it wouldn't affect whether they do or, or don't. Yeah. So for me, it's just... One thing yeah, anyone think. should know about social media is there's always, always going to be someone that doesn't like your stuff. There's 100%. always going to be someone that does like your stuff. And you'll be very, very surprised, right? Yeah. It's like, I was thinking about this today, a little off topic. Yeah. Um, I was on a tough bit of work at work. And... I went on YouTube to try and get a bit, you know, clear my head a little bit. And I went down the reverbed and slowed uh, oh, yeah. train. You know, when you my hear favorite. a song, that's, they've slowed it down. They've put a bit of reverb on it. Yeah. See, you might not know about oh, this world. Oh, oh, oh mate, the reverb and slowed. Some, oh. Yeah, some yeah. tracks, well, horrendous. Well, I'll play a couple after the potty. Yeah, yeah. The um, uh, Drake Yeber's Heartbreak reverb. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Oh, mate. Some, mate, some, you know that all too well. Yeah, oh, some people <laughs> will literally have no idea what it was. And to be honest, some, some of them are awful. But... Yeah. You go through the comments and was like, I love this. This is amazing. It's like, but I could play it to, you know, my dad and he'd be like, what is this fucking bollocks? Yeah. This sounds awful in <laughs> yeah. headphones. Oh, God, but that's yeah. not, you know, there's always a, there's always there's a always lane for of someone to fit course, in. Isn't it? It's one of those things where it's like. Hitler had followers. Jesus. We could go there potentially. No? Is it? Should we? <laughs> I mean. Okay. Out of all the examples. I was just about to give a slightly rational example. There. I'm, not a, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not a follower. I'm not a follower. But what I'm saying is. Oh God. It, yeah. You know, to be fair, he had a lot of followers. I mean, as well. Like Trump's. <laughs> Trump's now in a lawsuit, I think, and he they got were, arrested. They were playing some. Um, I was funny enough on Talksport, but on Talksport they're saying, "Yeah, Trump arrested, blah blah blah," and they started playing through clips of his followers, like, "Yeah, I love this man. Uh, he's done nothing wrong to me." Yeah, all you know. Anyway, uh, yeah, I know what you mean. Hitler did have followers. You're right. <laughs> yeah, we were. We were. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. If you haven't already, guys, please don't forget to Ugh. like, comment, subscribe, ring that notification bell, all Wait, the audio platforms. This is not distracting anyone from the fact that you just said Hitler has followers. No, it doesn't. Li no. Literally yeah. have Everyone's no idea what you're on about. 
Aaron. No Gazzard. idea what you're on about. <laughs> do you? Um, I suppose it's probably a closing question. Yeah. Do you have anyone that you could recommend who could come on the podcast? That's not too far out of Ooh. reach for us, like Martinelli or Gabrielle Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Although, if you can, hello. Who, who do I think? And if you can't answer you know it now, I, keep you know it. In mind. I love listening to on podcasts while I work. I love the old SAS people. Oh yeah, oh. I think they're unreal. I think yeah. some of their stories are unbelievable. What's the guy who wrote all the books at Middleton? Big Ant. Yeah, I the one who does the show. Well, yeah. yeah, and the, you know who I love? I love that Jason Fox. Mm-hmm. God, I think he's fucking. Class. Do you know him? Unfortunately not. <laughs> oh. <laughs> do you want to do a piece for him and then get them? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd love to get someone. Yeah, who's been in the SS because they've got banging stories. We would him. love to have oh, like, yeah. some veteran on like or something stories. like that. Maybe that's another. We Mate, they're the ones. Because yeah. mm-hmm. they've been through. I mm. can't imagine, like, obviously with it's art, the and stuff the sport, that goes on, even music. Like, everyone's. A lot of people have got respect for those certain fields, especially music and uh, mm. sport. Everyone wants to be a musician, everyone wants to play sport. But with the SAS, I feel like. And either, even the army, they are doing things that, just about brilliant, they are doing things that no one else can do. Yeah. So it's such a unique insight. Everyone wants to be a bit yeah. involved. It makes you feel a little bit sort yeah. of excited listening to this. This ain't easy just to slot in and become nah, someone in the It's not SAS, just kicking yeah. a ball about. You're parachuting yeah. off a thing, landing yeah. on a landmine. Yeah. Doing all that so stuff. what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask you a serious question and I'm going to really... Right. Just throw you off and show you a cat. Hit me where it hurts. A scouse cat. Scouse cat. Anyway. <laughs> if you could tell yourself something five years ago, what would it be? Five years ago? Oh, mate. Don't buy Telcoin, man. Telcoin? <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. I lost that. three big ones on that. Did you? Really? Mate, it was Why did you put three terrible. big ones on? Because oh. my friend who... So I'm I'm quite a naive guy naturally, but I'm very over enthusiastic. Mm-hmm. My friend is the same, and two naive, over enthusiastic guys <laughs> is a recipe for fucking disaster. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and he told me I'm on something bigger. Um, <laughs> I think I could have a way out, and I thought, you know what, mate, I'm all ears. He told me about it. And I thought, fucking hell, double my fucking net worth in a matter of months, maybe even weeks, and then sell up. <laughs> Uh, too a, easy. I'll be a millionaire. So I invested these, I invested fucking some money, you know, like everyone did in crypto at one point. Oh yeah, And babe. then after the first day, I thought, fucking hell, I'm 400 pound up here. The grand plan is all starting to work. And then about a month later, you know the Island Boys, those yeah. blokes of the Island Boys. <laughs> they did like a promotional video for these lot saying like, invest in Telcoin where the Island... <laughs> And that's what I knew. I was well and truly <laughs> fucked. Oh, and I was can never seeing any of that money. That's a catch out. <laughs> yeah. I remember logging back onto the sink and thinking, oh, fucking hell, I can't keep this money in there for that longer. And I hadn't checked it ever since I was up £400. And it was fucked. I was just, oh, it was gone. Where would you like to see yourself in five years? Um, oh, Jesus Christ. Um, five years. I don't know, really. Five years, I'd like to. I'd like to it make my work if I am doing what I'm doing now, just a little more sociable in the fact that I'm bringing other people in around me. Because don't get me wrong, by no means am I like bloody rolling around in a Range Rover on the verge of buying a new house and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, 
but there is definitely avenues where you can potentially make yourself a little bit more financially free, although that's not ultimately my end goal. Yeah. I'd like to sort of, even if it's like, say if I've got a communal workspace or I'm like, I own it where there's like other artists in the same sort of area, mm-hmm. or even other people like what you do with music where you can bring people in around you, just create like an independent space for creatives. Yeah. And maybe even some people in other countries who are slightly less advantaged. Like an artistic hub. Means. Yeah, I think yeah. that'd be pretty cool, man. Because mm. it's only like, I got a lot of my breaks were just an email or an Instagram message mm. away. And anyone who's any good at art, and there's so many people out there. There's, I, sp- I suppose the that's same. the thing with social media though, isn't it? That you're one step away from... You can connect mm. everyone. Though. There's uh, YouTubers I watch. I'm thinking of a very specific example right now, but a guy called Con, who does the filming and editing stuff for Sidemen. Um, right. And he basically now has uh, a lot, if you like, a big warehouse, which he's converted into his office. And there'll be like a suite of computers and editing spaces of people he's employed to come in, edit footage. They're all together doing yeah. the same thing on the same path with the same goal. And it's a massive creative space to do what they want to do. He's like the the founder of it as such, but he has all these people under him, but they all work together to achieve the same goal. And it's like, yeah, I guess was what you're saying is a similar thing yeah. where everyone that's can come together and achieve the same thing. Yeah. And so he's created like, I don't know where he was a couple of years ago, but he's mm-hmm. got this massive break and then it's like bringing other people in from yeah. around that. Mate, that'd be fucking sweet. Cause a lot of people can do what I do. Obviously for that guy with the sidemen, he's mm-hmm. like, he's the up, he's the top 1%. Yeah. A lot of people can probably do what I do. So it's about like giving those people like the opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that's what would make it, that's what would feel like mm. really good. And some of those people might get opportunities that they're not right for, but you can give each other an exchange opportunities yeah, as well. Yeah. Like that's how I got my last piece. Like someone, it didn't suit the, like the one that I said I couldn't, I couldn't share. It didn't suit her particular style. So she offloaded that client onto me mm-hmm. who could potentially do that work. Yeah. And there's a lot of work like I've had like fairly high uh, or, or fairly, like pretty well-known clients. I remember getting one guy who was like a Premier he, he played football in the Premier League and he sent me a photo and he wanted a particular style. And I just thought, I can't fucking do that. Yeah. Like it was like, because it just wasn't in the style that I work in and I wasn't willing to create like a, a low quality watered just down version s- of my work just to ship it off to him because yeah. ultimately that's going to be on the walls yeah. for years and years to come I don't want yeah. people to go around his house and think oh that shit yeah. so I just didn't do it in the end yeah. whereas if like you said I had other people around me I could be like oh this is a great opportunity for mm-hmm. me and that could change the landscape of their work yeah absolutely so maybe that's, that's exciting though it's, yeah. it can always happen it's early days for you yeah. my friend yeah. early days I'm going to end it on this TikTok I found the other day, I thought it'd be a nice, funny way to end the podcast. <laughs> so I'm going to play it as loud as possible. I want you to listen in nice and carefully. And for the uh, listeners, uh, you'll just have to hear it out. But for the viewers, uh, I'll throw the TikTok on the screen. Um, it doesn't really matter, the video, to be honest, but I'll try and sort of play it in front of the camera as well. And uh, <coughs> in front of you guys. about a cat with a Scouse accent. So, sorry? A woman has left Twitter in hysterics after pointing out that she thought a cat had a scouse meow, and when you hear it, it's impossible to unhear. 
<laughs> Rachel's now trying not to be heard laughing on the radio, so she's not complicit in this whole thing. Fucking meow. Fucking meow. When you hear it, it's impossible to unhear. It's like the roll Wait, of the R, isn't it? Is this how you <laughs> suck up your voice? Meow, fucking meow. I'm gonna fucking lick my milk. Stevie G left in the Premier League. Thank you for watching, everybody. Please Jesus, check out Archie's socials. They're all going to be in the description. And uh, if you haven't already, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, ring that notification bell. And audio listeners, raise five star on all platforms. You've been watching Thirsty Thursday with Bean, Yender, and Archie. Peace. Peace. Festy first day, 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 first